What's up guys, here with you with FC Wonderkid episode 63, here with my guy, Bretson. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good morning to you. At least it's morning over here. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Hard to believe again it's 63, but we (laughs) know we're only, what, like a week into this transfer window and Mm -hmm. it just continues to heat up. And yet I think it has more heating up to do. So um, if you're good, we Mm -hmm. should probably... Get right to it. Yes, and just a quick message for everyone. Please do not forget to like this video and follow us on Spotify or YouTube whenever you are listening. And go bold because it's a huge help for the FC Wonder Kid community. And yes, Bretton, a lot of transfers one weekend. And we have to start with, in my opinion, one of the most underrated transfer moves that has to be talked more. And he won't be because, in my opinion, this player is overhated. And that is Raheem Sterling, okay? Raheem Sterling has decided to go to Chelsea. And that is the first signing of the Todd Boyle era. And I got to say, for a Thomas Tuchel coach, great yeah. signing. Great signing. Yeah. He fits the mold. And he will go bold for Chelsea. Started at yeah. Liverpool. Bold at City, and now at Chelsea, will Sterling get the Champions League? That might happen, and that's a bold scenario. Three Champions League pending, maybe. Let's see. <laughs> you never Chelsea. know, and and we have to re- you have to remember, Sterling is he's mm. twenty seven. I mean, he's in his prime. Exactly. He was kind of frozen out of the eleven under Pep, um, mm. and uh, it, it's got the here we go, uh, here we go <laughs> treatment from Romano. So, uh, but mm-hmm. but the thing that that kind of surprises me. Mm-hmm. is the price tag, right? The price mm-hmm. tag is pretty good. Pretty good when all is said and done. And I mm-hmm. think it's, what, 50 million euros plus some add-ons, potential add-ons that could bring it a whole lot higher. Mm-hmm. But this is for somebody that under Pep had close to 300 games, had 120 assists, yes. 85, or uh, I'm sorry, 120 what? goals. Mm-hmm. Let, let me try this again. <laughs> 292 games for yes. Pep, 120 goals, 85 assists, Four league titles, four league cups, and an FA Cup. And Raheem Sterling, we know, um, should do very, very well mm-hmm. in Thomas Tuchel's plans. Um, but really, what I'm most impressed by is is the price tag. Mm. I mean, the price tag here it's makes a whole lot of sense. It's yeah, the, and it's, it's, the, it's, it's what, 2027? 2027, too. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, it's, going, a, it's a fair deal, I'd say. And I agree with you. It's $50 million. But mm-hmm. he had, like, one year left in his contract. And City, this just shows, man. I got to mention it fast. Gabriel yeah. Zouj and Sterling had, like, one year left in their contract. And they both leave for, like, $100 million. Yeah. Again, another fact that shows Man City do elite management. But let, we'll talk more City more fours. Keeping on the Chelsea now. For Todd Boyley, he must be excited, though, like... First signing, an English yeah. superstar, an English star. Mm-hmm. Is it the right move, you reckon, Bretton? I, I, uh, I've wrestled with this. I've mm-hmm. wrestled with this since it got the here we go treatment. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly do believe that it is. I, I believe that it's a very, very good signing for continued Premier League success. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody that knows how to score goals, obviously can deal with being in and out of the 11 mm-hmm. uh, when it came for this last season. So Raheem Sterling is nothing but a consummate professional, mm-hmm. nothing but a you know a guy that will find his chances, get his chances, and will put them away. And I honestly believe that this is actually a step forward for the other guys like a Timo Werner, 
like a Kai Havertz. I, I believe that this is a net positive for the squad as a whole, mm-hmm. even if it might freeze out my guy Christian. <laughs> okay, even if it might freeze him out. But I, you know, I am a little surprised mm. that this is where they start. But he's London born and raised, right? Yes. London born and raised, right outside of London, <laughs> actually right near where Wembley, the new Wembley, went up. Um, and and Sterling, I mean, he he knows what it takes to win in this league, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing because he's he's still twenty seven. We're not buying, uh, you know, true. Chelsea's not buying a thirty two year old, thirty three year old for this amount. Very so you're true. getting the guy that's going to give you uh, a really good next five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see it only as a net positive, even though my initial reaction was <laughs> one of like, mm. <laughs> I, I just made, I just was like, I don't, I, I don't know how to process this. But when I thought about it more, it seemed pretty smart. What weirds me out, though, and I don't mean to mm. move on from this, yes. uh, is that not only – I mean, City is literally getting rid of all their depth mm. for the most part is what it looks like. You're, you've got Gabriel Jesus gone. You've mm-hmm. got Raheem Sterling gone. It sounds like Chelsea wants to also sign former Chelsea product will. Nathan yes. Ake, yes. right? And that's mm-hmm. pretty close to here-we-go treatment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little surprising to me that Todd Boyley – like looks at it and says, yeah, let's throw 90 million bucks or 90 million euros uh, over City's way and take all the players that they don't want and build, you know, provide our depth here. But, but there is no doubt that Chelsea mm-hmm. needs what? Center backs. Exactly. So it, mm-hmm. it kind of on one one level makes sense. But I did have to, before we move on from Sterling, I do have to throw something out there because uh, you might need to fact check me on this, but I'm mm. pretty sure I did my due diligence I believe it's true that Raheem Sterling has never scored for mm. Manchester City at Stamford Bridge in the mm. Premier League. And then you look a little bit further, and he's also never scored, I believe, at Old Trafford in the Premier League mm. for Manchester City. So, okay. uh, you know, he's not exactly a rival killer when it comes down to it, uh, but he does have their number at home. So if he can make Stamford Bridge his home, and he can get get on. I think Raheem Sterling could be 15, 20 goals for Chelsea this coming season, and it'll wash that Lukaku taste out of out of, the, mm-hmm. out of their mouth pretty quickly. But and just, uh, net net positive here. Net I, positive. I agree with you. For me, Sterling is a positive for uh, for Chelsea to go. And touching mm-hmm. fast, I just ending with Sterling. It's Sterling for Man City was the most reliable player. In the past few years, okay? And that's why he's the player with most appearances ever under Pep Guardiola. He's ahead of anyone with the number 292. And that, for me, is clearly the reason why it's tough for Pep Guardiola for him to go. But he will accept it. And yes, too, I feel he was targeted. Raheem Sterling was targeted by the media, and obviously it was racism, in my opinion. Ooh, and a player yeah. like that didn't deserve that at the time. And I love it that he's silenced the critics by going now to London and proving himself as a star before a World Cup too. Because Sterling wants to be the man wherever he is. And we know England. Got if England wants it to come home. It's coming home. They need a Sterling in form. So... Yeah, that's and I wanted to ask you too with the Frankie De Jong. You saw that news, right, with Chelsea? I, do you I believe did. it's real, like Frankie no. De Jong to Chelsea, or do you believe no. it's for Man United to put that pressure and they have to go bold and get him? 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's um, I, I don't know uh, journalism, pyrotechnics, it was whatever Palmetto. you want to call it. I, I, mm-hmm. It yeah, it's it could. I I really don't. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I mean, it's it's why we don't have millions and millions and millions of followers uh, hanging on our every word, right? About whether or not the young is mean? changing course or another <laughs> clubs other clubs are coming in for FDJ. So I, I honestly believe, uh, you know, if Romero is saying it, there's probably a grain of truth to it. But I do mm-hmm. believe it's posturing mm-hmm. um, and, and nothing more. Okay. Um, but De Jong, I mean, that that whole Barcelona, De Jong, cart before the horse, mm-hmm. so, you know, getting into bidding wars before they actually even have money. It, it just Fuck. it just makes me it actually makes me angry when it comes <laughs> down to it. And I, I, if I'm De Jong, I almost feel like like a pawn. Well, in this situation, I feel like I it believe just doesn't make much sense. He's gonna go. He's gonna. He. I think he. Know, he will go to preseason. I think tomorrow, and he sure. will present himself because there's bargaining. There's there's negotiations right now. But it is yeah. hard for him. Yes, just being in the middle and his decision. Well, he wants to say, but Barca need the money, and yeah, that needs to happen. But I just touching fast with City. Because we mentioned yeah. them big time with Sterling. And I agree, mm-hmm. the Nathan Hawke deal to Chelsea would make a ton of sense, okay? Because for Tuchel, he, he needs that left centre-back. And let's be honest, sure. Rudiger before Tuchel would commit some mistakes, okay? And yeah. Tuchel improved Rudiger a lot. And I do believe Nathan Hake is slept, slept at Man City. Fair enough. And Fair enough. Tuchel sees the potential and something can happen at Chelsea with Nathan Hake. And it's good too, being at Chelsea Academy, having that redemption, it's awesome. And I have to mention too, Gabriel Jesus, okay? Uh, Gabriel mm-hmm. Jesus, Nathan Hake, uh, Bernard Silva maybe, and Sterling. Chel- uh, City's gonna get more than 200 million maybe. Yeah. Just with all these players sold, okay? Not maybe. With Bernard Silva, Sterling, Gabriel Zouche, and who's the last one? I always forget. <laughs> Hake. They're uh, going to get more yeah. than 200 million, okay? And that shows, but, again, the management. And Guardiola has to replace them. And a player like Cole Palmer from the academy will step up, okay? And that itself will be a signing, in my opinion. Yeah, well, in, in that in that sense, that's a lot of pressure put on Palmer's shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot of pressure put on Grealish and Foden's uh, the, the, soldier, mm-hmm. uh, soldiers. Shoulders as yes. well, and that that is going to be really really interesting to me because like it's almost it. like they're it's almost like they're creating a roster shortage, mm. um, like like artificially or like on purpose they're creating this this roster shortage uh, to start this Premier League season unless they've got other signings in mind well, or which I really do I, I I'd love to think that you're correct in Cole Palmer being involved mm-hmm. uh, or more involved like actually getting game time will, but I just will. don't see it. He will, I, I he just will. don't see it. And I, I, I want to be wrong, and I, I really hope you're right about this. But when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. uh, before we move on from Chelsea, we can then move on to City if you want. But mm-hmm. uh, the Nathan Ake thing, I agree. Mm-hmm. He's slept on. But this is a kid that played 19 starts last year. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, he, he didn't play much mm-hmm. for City. And previous to that, he was one of the more uh, well-known uh, members of the Chelsea Lone Army. Mm-hmm. Meaning he previously, he had been there from 2011 to 2013. Mm -hmm. And then from 2013 until he was sold to Bournemouth in 2017, Mm -hmm. 
He played for how many separate teams? And he only played for Chelsea amidst those loan spells a whopping 17 times. Okay. So I I don't understand how 19 starts for Manchester City and Mm -hmm. one and a half, two good seasons for Bournemouth make him a 45, 50 million dollar prospect or 45, 50 million euro prospect, not prospect, but, Mm. uh, you know, piece to the puzzle. He's... For mm-hmm. Chelsea at this time, so I, I that's that's my negative to this. That's mm-hmm. my negative. You are right though in saying that the positive is mm-hmm. Antonio Rudiger changed dramatically mm-hmm. under Thomas Tuchel. Okay, exactly. he made him a much more complete player. He harnessed his aggression. He harnessed a lot of the best parts of Rudiger. Mm-hmm. Um, that that I think you are right. If you bring in Ake, you could do that. But I also think you could probably spend. 30 million mm-hmm. elsewhere. I don't know where, so don't ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> elsewhere, buy a center back and do the it. exact same thing, I, not for Ake. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I don't I, know. It'll I, be interesting. I think it's a two-chill move with the Ake. So let's wait and see. Mm-hmm. I respect that thought. So put down below, people. Who should Chelsea go and get? And yes, go bold with the Delict, maybe, or a Ake. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Both touch, right? So <laughs> let's go. Delict's at preseason. Delict mm-hmm. showed up. He's at he's at Juve preseason, but, even amidst all the hubbub. Ex- but we'll get to it. But I will get to okay. it. But I don't think Delict will stay. Okay. Just early on uh, in this video, I'm saying I don't think he'll stay at Juve. Uh, and I'm gonna yeah, say this. You, you mentioned this fast. Foden. Foden. Yeah. I believe this season will get. This summer will get a contract extension. At Man City, okay, the talk is of a six-year deal and earning 200000 a week in pounds, okay? This is okay. the type of deal that is your world-class and you have to show up because you're getting the yeah. money of a world-class player. So I have got those expectations for Foden behind that. Let's be honest. He's mm-hmm. got Haaland and Julian yeah. Alvarez with backup. So the Bruyne... Foden, Mahrez that has slept a lot, and Mar- and, and Haaland in front. That is going to be unbelievable. I'm hyped for it if Haaland doesn't get injured because that is but the biggest worry. The biggest concern exactly. is that, is the injury. Exactly. And But yes. Alvarez can step up. I believe in him. Scoring six goals yeah. in Libertadores, he can score two in Premier League. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's what I'm, I yeah, I get it, but, but that's what I'm – and they but they still lost. Right. Well, River's no, but lost. not that game, not that one. That, I know, that, I know, I, not, I know, not. Aliens that game. I got in the you. mud in that. But I agree. We'll I get to you. the river. Yeah. True. But 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 it's like it's like Holland. Everybody always talks about the nine goal games or the three goal games or the four goal games. Yet uh, Dortmund, hey, Dortmund still haven't. They didn't win the Bundesliga with him. Well, so it will be interesting. He needs to stay healthy, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying right now. You mentioned Cole Palmer is stepping up. Yes. You mentioned a lot of pressure on. Phil Foden, Jack Grealish's shoulders moving forward, mm-hmm. especially if Silva goes as well. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to the fact that they're creating this this issue <laughs> where uh, right now, where literally one injury changes a whole lot of things for mm-hmm. Pep in Manchester City. So they need a little more depth coming in. And if it comes from the academy, I know you and I are excited about that. <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem... Sure like Pep is going to rely on the academy the way. So I think there are more signings coming well, uh, for City. And it, it, it'll be interesting to see who they go for. We've mentioned in the past one, and I do believe it's going to be a done deal next week, okay? And that is Marco mm-hmm. Cucurella, okay, from Brighton. Right. 
yeah. believe that is going to be a done deal. And let's be honest, City getting Calvin Phillips, getting Cucurella, mm -hmm. that that's mm -hmm. uh, Howland at the price they got, Alvarez at the price they got. It's just so such smart deals man that i don't see other premier league clubs doing even david moyes said we bidded more than city for for calvin phillips but shows right. the intention player wants he sees the project is successful i'll be a better player and he goes with it and so another player with the hockey mm -hmm. move that i saw fabricio mentioning fast and you said that Chelsea uh, needed a 30 million center back. And I feel like City, they know who to get. And they know with who to replace Nathan Hake. A player that maybe Chelsea should be targeting first. And that is Jorge Kokvardiol. That we both believe he's going to have a bold World Cup for Croatia, okay, in December. And I literally, I if they if they sell Hake and get Kvardiol again... Elite business by Man City, yeah. if that happens, because Guardiola, yeah. one of the best passing center backs out there, physically strong, anticipates the game, and he at Leipzig goes bold. I put him ahead of Upamecano last season. It didn't look mm -hmm. good for Upamecano, and Guardiola was the elite, with Schlotter back to center back that everybody was impressed. So, yeah, I yeah. said the name yeah. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. You did say it right. You've been practicing, haven't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, no. I, I think Gavardio would be great. I don't think he's going to leave this season, but it's it, it'd be, hey, it, it's worth a shot. And if mm -hmm. Manchester City comes calling um, from from Leipzig, I I can't imagine that he he wouldn't at least speak up and say, "Hey, mm -hmm. I'd like to take this deal." <laughs> he's got the verse. He's got the versatility. I know if you're signing Cucurella, you've got mm -hmm. the left dealt with. Yes. Um, but Cucurella could play on the wing. He can play wing back. He can nah, play full straight back. fullback. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, Gavardio can play. Uh, either side fullback as True. well as center back. So you've got, you know, you've got quite a few pieces there that, that could La be Porta. very, very interesting. Laporta and Ruben Diaz, though. It would be like, Laporta would be like, mm, I got to step up. And he did. He did last season. So I do expect he, he did, that. So it's just Ill, more yeah. options. More options. More, more <laughs> options. But in, in the end, uh, one thing, one last thing about Raheem Sterling, and I know mm -hmm. this is going all the way back. You you hit the nail on the head with it being a World Cup year. Mm -hmm. uh, part of me part of me wanted Raheem Sterling to leave the Premier League. Mm. I would have loved to have seen him in La Liga, in Syria. I don't know if that was ever even on the cards. I know maybe once you and I talked about potentially Raheem Sterling going to like PSG, uh, right? Yes, uh, yes. When all was said and done, and that was probably six eight months ago when we were just probably. Throwing mm -hmm. stuff against the wall to see if it's sticks, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. Theorizing. There you go. You put it a whole lot more professionally. Uh, but uh, but yeah, World mm -hmm. Cup, World Cup year. You don't you don't rock the boat if mm -hmm. Chelsea's coming. If it's your hometown, um, yeah, you you do that. And I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see Sterling in a Chelsea shirt. Mm -hmm. um, but but I think we want to stay in the Premier League as mm -hmm. we kind of always do to start. Yes. Um, what do you, what do you think of uh, you know? Conte doing doing things mm -hmm. um, like, over there. Now he's I now, like, he, now he's helping he's helping Barca out, man. <laughs> Bringing in Lang, Langlet of all people, Longley Langlet, whatever you want to call him. Mm -hmm. uh, bringing him in the door um, on mm -hmm. loan. Potential to buy? No, mm -hmm. maybe not. I don't yeah. think there's I, potential I, I, to buy. I think that I think it should be though, because I'll be honest. I'm not gonna say Longley here is like Guti Romero because that would be false. But before Barca, I had. Not highest hopes, but he would be a good player, okay? A player involved, a player that would 
help the Barca future, but it didn't end up sure. just like Umtiti, Langley, both center backs, and Tamad in the Barca legacy, okay? Nothing they yeah. can do. And I hope Pique sorts things out because his legacy at Barca is unbelievable. And I don't want to see that being tarnished because Ronaldo Rouge now is the hope at defense. And anything that you can surround around that player, please do get Conde, okay? Quick shout out. But yes, yeah, it's. Uh, it, but yeah. yes, you asked me, Conte. Sorry, I was thinking with that. And I like yeah. how Tottenham is doing business this summer. They're keeping things. They're keeping things real. Keeping yeah. things real. Conte okay. is putting it out and saying to Fabrizio. Fabri if Fabrizio says the exact names of the players, he's saying to the world, "You can go get Reguilon, Los Celso, mm -hmm. Winks, and Endombele." Keeping a Keeping it real, Conte, okay? That he doesn't need these players. And that, for me, before preseason, that's the way you have to do business. And he's sorting out the team that, let's be honest, I am a, <laughs> I am a very big fan of Conte with Tottenham. And again, I do believe they will get silverware. And seeing that Richarlison Kuti romero relationship arousing, mm -hmm. just them shaking hands, man. I loved it. And there's a special environment growing at Tottenham and doing preseason in South Korea they are the celebrities of the country right now okay next to Sun sure are. so it's unbelievable they're gonna be hyped and I believe Tottenham will be bold at the beginning of the season with momentum and they will be very hard to beat Tottenham okay so well, I, I, they're fixing yeah. things they're fi like Wings well, for me is a player that he doesn't do four passes. I remember speaking to you and going with that. Yeah, and did. they he need they need progressive passers. And I feel like they're yeah. sorting that out. Like Perisic on yeah. the wing creates more than Winks, in my opinion. And that is no debate. So yeah. yeah. Well, uh that that'll be interesting. I, I know you're probably a little surprised though, Regulon is on the chopping mm. block for them because you you were pretty impressed with him throughout mo most of the season last true, season. True, I know true. I know you thought he was relatively underrated. So, I mean, he's going to he's going to be a great signing for whoever picks him up. Mm. Uh and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a depth piece uh for somebody like a Real Madrid. Oh. Right? Uh, that can so happen. Come yeah. back in, that can, you know, and and I don't it, hey, other people's trash are are other people's treasures, right? <laughs> so, uh but what what I really wanted to bring in is yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Jaffa Tanganga. Remember when under Mourinho everyone was like, "We love him. He's raw. He could do this. He's versatile. He's Whoa hard worker well he's going to join Bournemouth on home uh, most likely and I think his his tenure at Spurs is is done and that's you know I get that because uh is Longley better than Tanganga yes absolutely is um you know does Tanganga actually have a long-term future at Spurs probably not Debatable. but you know what really bothers me as a microcosm of kind of what's going on is it feels like there's literally no Spurs Academy stamp at all, any longer, under Antonio Conte. It's and true. I have a feeling that that is going to persist. I don't think we're going to see anyone but maybe mm -hmm. Dane Scarlett come through With and Conte. get meaningful minutes mm -hmm. long-term for Spurs. That bums me out, although I kind of understand it if Spurs are going for silverware. And let's be honest, mm -hmm. one of the only reasons Spurs were able to land Richarlison mm -hmm. from Everton was Champions League football. Champions League football. He was 100% about that. 
mm-hmm. in his uh, early day interviews uh, f- after signing for Spurs. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you, I mean, Richarlison got emotional when he just started thinking about, you know, walking out there <laughs> when the sh- the Champions League anthem was playing. Man, and that is. in and of itself should tell you that Champions League football means everything when it comes to the Premier League as well. Mm-hmm. If you're dealing in the top six, top seven, and just ask anybody trying to sign somebody for Manchester United right now, uh, <laughs> and you'll see exactly uh, what we mean by that. So I also like what Conte's doing. I think it stinks that mm-hmm. it's at the expense of uh, giving any type of a shot to Spurs youngsters, but uh, mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? Maybe well, somebody will surprise us this year. Well, you mentioned fast someone in Manchester, and we can lead up to United fast that there's not a lot of new news, but Malasia's a done deal. Eriksen is reportedly a done deal too at United. So yep. I'm getting a feel that every signing they do, they know Ten Hag. And not a lot of players that have no relationship to Ten Hag want to join. Literally. So it's it's going to be a very tough summer, in my opinion, for Man United to sign anyone as it seems. And yeah, I'm curious to see who they get. On the deadline, uh, like at the end of everything, I'm very, I have no idea how it's going to end up right now, today. Yeah. Okay. So well, that just shows well, gotta, the madness. Like, Brobby, yeah, do you feel? I saw Brobby news. I, I know. I like, know. What? I know. Like, that is no. not the, like, if Van Persie left Arsenal to go to United, that, like, that's the difference of 10 years. Getting a yeah. Van Persie and now getting a Brobby, like, a lot uh, changed, man. A lot yep. changed. I think it's almost like what I want to tell Barcelona fans. It, it's no, 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 it's no, like maybe <laughs> no, no no, it's almost like what I want to tell Barcelona fans in the sense that maybe you take a year. No, no, no. And you work you work with what you got because I have a feeling like Eric Ten Hag might get a month into this mm-hmm. transfer window and he might panic. Mm-hmm. He might panic and he At might buy end, yeah. mm-hmm. some players that he He's going to regret buying, which will then turn into this vicious circle that we've seen happen with Manchester United. It's a little bit of a worrisome take that I, the same worrisome take that I have with Laporta and Barcelona, because it feels like they're trying to remain tippy top when they have a bunch of phenomenal pieces for the future that could literally set you up for a five, seven, 10 year tenure near the top of La Liga again. They will be. Unless, of course, you go out there and you mortgage your future, which is exactly what Barcelona is doing to remain uber relevant. I believe. Not just in La Liga, but on the Champions League stage. So Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to go off on the tangent with La Liga, but there are minor parallels between transfer business being done with United and uh, Barcelona. The difference at Barcelona Mm -hmm. is that they don't have the money Mm -hmm. right now. They, they have to know. find the money to get it done. <laughs> yeah, you keep they do, saying that, but they they, they still gotta they still gotta pay De Jong eighteen million before he can even leave. I agree. Okay? I agree. I or agree. they don't. Or they don't. Oh, and well, then it gets weird. Exactly. Exactly. Then it gets weird. And I'm gonna say too, there's a name that's being thrown out there that I get that yeah. feeling of a panic, and that's Dybala to United. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know where. I I believe that's just a player available, a spot yeah. available. Connect. I don't see the intention of Ten Hag, but if it happens, you know, it can't surprise. But I, I believe that Eric Ten Hag will use a lot Martial at the start, okay? And let's see what sure. he can do with him. Because Martial <laughs> showed potential, but 
actually performing at a high level consistently at Man United, it didn't happen. So, but I do think do the it. managers at the time, no, like Oli, didn't know what to do with a Martial, with a Sancho. Right. So, like, if he if he didn't exactly, if he didn't even know with Sancho, how would he use Martial? So it's not, I know. Yeah, and 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 Martial didn't exactly uh, light the pitch on fire at Sevilla either uh, yeah. when given the chance. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, Manchester United's in a pretty interesting situation as we've talked mm-hmm. about. And um, I just think, mm-hmm. I just really think Ten Hag is, should, should use what he's got and, mm-hmm. um, and wait a couple months. And I, I think, hey, you've already hit in, mm-hmm. in, in metaphorical terms or, or uh, for Manchester United fans, mm-hmm. they feel like they've already hit the bottom. Exactly. In this sense, right? So it, endure what will be a, a rocky few months mm-hmm. and, and figure out what pieces you absolutely need, I guess. And this runs counter to what I was saying previously. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've known you've known you have holes for six months, eight months. Why mm-hmm. haven't you filled the holes? Well, well, now you've got Ten Hag in place. He's having trouble bringing in players mm-hmm. that he absolutely wants um, mm-hmm. or that don't have a relationship with, with him. him. Exactly. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be weird. And they have money. They got money. And they got a huge fan base. And a huge fan base. And every player that would sign with United, their careers have changed, man, okay? It's a huge responsibility in the past, at least. So let's wait and see what's going to happen with United. So put down below, people. Who do you think Mm -hmm. Man United is going to sign? We want to see those people in the chat. And we will answer every comment that goes bold in in the comment section. But now... Mentioning in the Premier League, I want to speak about this team because this team is not having trouble convincing players to come, and that is Leeds United, okay? And yes, Mm -hmm. you mentioned Leeds USA, and (laughs) I got to say Tyler Adams, man, Brendan Aronson, no chill in getting US players and the right players that fit the system at Leeds, man. And my favorite, Rasmus Christensen, and now Luis Sinistera, man. These, all the players that I mentioned, all bargain deals for the potential that they have. So, oh my days, yeah. man, Jesse yeah. Marsh. I don't know if he plays FM, but he, sh- he it looks like it. It looks like it. It feels <laughs> like it. It feels like it. But but let's let's be honest here, right? Mm. Rafinha hasn't even, he hasn't left yet. So the money's not in the coffers. They don't need it. Uh, they, they don't need it, right? Mm-hmm. They've already, they've already got the Calvin Phillips money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just... I want to put this to rest. Tyler Adams is not a uh, you know a one to one replacement for Calvin Phillips. Yeah. Okay. I, I think Tyler T- Tyler Adams, uh, Mark Roca, mm. you could put them two together, okay. and maybe you've got Calvin Phillips's replacement. Mm. Uh, Rasmus Christensen obviously has history with mm-hmm. Marsh. Tyler Adams has history not just back to Red Bull Leipzig. And, mm. and him acting, Marsh acting as an assistant coach. He has history all the way back to MLS and, and Tyler Adams at 16, 17 years old with Red Bull New York. So it's okay. not surprising that Tyler Adams for $20 million, 20 million euros, um, I'm going to say it right now, mm-hmm. it's going to wind up being an absolute steal mm. uh, because he's a shuttler. He's a tough tackler. Uh, he gets the best done when he's under Marsh. And I really do believe people will wind up Loving Tyler mm-hmm. Adams as long as he remains healthy. Okay. Uh, Luis, uh, Brendan Aronson, too, is the exact same way. They played together at Salzburg, and he's intimately aware of him. Uh, not played together. He coached. Marsh coached 
Aronson at Salzburg, mm -hmm. and they're intimately aware of each other when he was at Red Bull New York mm -hmm. and Brendan Aronson was at the Philadelphia Union. So these aren't just like, hey, we need to have Americans. Mm -hmm. These are, we need to have Americans that fit within the mold of exactly how Jesse Marsh plays. And I believe you're going to find that they're wild successes um, here. And if not, it's going to put back people buying American players in the Premier League for a very long time, mm -hmm. uh, which I hope is not the case. I, I love One that, other, I love yeah, that you sorry. talk with, about Tyler Adams, just like I talk about Pelinha to Fulham, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those yeah. two, man. You believe in Adams, I believe in Pelinha. So respecting our countries, man, I believe that both players too will go bold, man. So Adams is slept, man. He doesn't stop. He's an engine, as you said in the past. He, he had a tough last year. He was pretty injured last yeah. year, and he couldn't find his way back into the 11 for Leipzig. Um, so I, I do believe that some people might look at this as a step back mm -hmm. uh, in terms of Champions League Premier ball League. Mm -hmm. down to Leeds United to Premier League. Mm -hmm. uh, you're in the Premier League, but you're also in a club that has yet to necessarily, well, just came out of a, a narrow escape uh, from relegation. So uh, the other thing to bring up here, mm -hmm. because Adams had a little bit of an injury prone last year, Luis Sinistera is only a year and a half removed from an ACL injury. Mm -hmm. Okay. He went ridiculously bold, right? Last season, uh, 23 goals, but like 11 of those goals were in the Europa Conference League. Okay. Not so he, he, he killed the Europa Conference League. Uh, but I think most people would have liked to see that against like, I don't know, five goals against Ajax, six goals against Feyenoord. He wasn't doing that. So it will be really interesting to see how Sinistera translates to the Premier League, how he holds up physically. Mm -hmm. And I only hope for the best because when he is on his game, he is absolutely electric. Um, mm -hmm. So Leeds United, uh, using all the Cal Calvin Phillips money, essentially <laughs> already, and bringing in the depth. And I don't think they're done, man. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're done. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't know who they're going for, but I don't believe they're done too. And I, a striker, right? I have a feeling that a striker has to be cooking because Patrick Bamford, yeah. you know, he, he had a lot of a lot of injuries, so wait, let's wait and see. Let's wait. And Broha see. on loan. Mm, Broha no. on loan. Make it, make it happen. Nah, I think if Broha if he doesn't play for Chelsea, I feel like he'll be sold to West Ham because West on. Ham seem like they're going crazy for him, and it's understandable. And just so ending with the Premier League in my in my end, it's like we have to mention Arsenal. And I know Gabriel Jesus scored like two goals and like uh, in like uh, minutes, uh, space of minutes, and that was in unbelievable. Yes, yeah. great start, Arsenal fans. But for me, I it's like let's wait and see with Gabriel Jesus. And I want to highlight the fact that Arteta played in a three-five-two, okay, and Eddie and mm -hmm. Ketia played next. To Gabriel Zouge, okay, in one half. So that can be something we can see in the Premier League, but at least he's trying it out where he has to in preseason. So something can happen. And I just want to put it out there for the FC Wonder Kid community that knows we go bold and try to always say the truth here. And I saw Kante news to Arsenal. That is right. embarrassing, okay, that someone would believe that Kante wouldn't go to Champions League football at the level that he is right now. If if Kante would go to Arsenal, it would be with an insane contract that we would all go crazy with our eyeballs, okay? So I really don't believe that. So focus on a player like Tielema, 
to go that that can happen. And Paqueta. I believe in Paqueta to Arsenal. That is the news that I would look up to because Edu likes Paqueta. And he is a player that we know that Rafinha snubbed Arsenal. Paqueta, I don't think he would because Liana trying to ship him out. And he's got quality. He's got quality. So I like He does. But what what happens to that Arsenal midfield? That, he can be the happens. eight or the winger. He has that versatility. And for Brazil, I, I mentioned this, yeah. and he's one half guy. One half guy. Yeah. He's a player that can act as a rotational player, and he will be happy in a, in a team that has Gabriel Magalhães, Gabriel Ma- Martinelli, and yeah. like this, and Gabriel Jesus. So <laughs> if Paqueta goes there, it's going to be a Brazilian core clearly there. And I might be forgetting Marquinhos that just signed to like what? Right, right, right. another yeah. player. I've, so, fuck. but looking a, forward to seeing seeing but, what he offers. But there's a player that's being in the news too for Arsenal here in Portugal. Just the final thing, and I said yeah. in the past, Nuntavaj wouldn't be mm-hmm. a good deal for Arsenal, but Grimaldo that I see for seven million. That is the chat now. Not Barca, but Arsenal to get Grimaldo for seven million, and he's a very Good left back attacking wise, but defending he's got he's got some doubts too. But attacking wise, he'll be one of the best in the prem for seven I million. Think, I think most Arsenal fans are just praying for a uh, a full season of injury free Kieran Tierney, um, which unfortunately <laughs> hasn't happened. Uh, they do, they do, but I, I don't know if they were outbid, which probably is most realistic. Uh, but Arsenal did have their eyes at one point on Aaron Hickey, the the Scotland, the Whoa. Scottish left mm-hmm. back that was doing really well with Syria. But as you probably saw, right? Mm-hmm. As you probably saw, uh, Brentford decided to go in and throw twenty million euros mm-hmm. at the kid, and uh, he is now a Brentford B when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. which is absolutely uh, ridiculous. And I don't know if they got into a head 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 to head, you know, bidding war on Aaron Hickey. Um, but yeah, 20 million when it comes down to it, probably Arsenal, if they can get Grimaldo for eight, right. Yeah. Instead of spending 20 plus that it would have taken to secure Aaron Hickey to beat out Brentford mm-hmm. does make the most sense, uh, from an Arsenal perspective. But I do love seeing Aaron Hickey. If you don't know him, if you're listening mm-hmm. to us and you don't know him well, um, he had one hell of a Watch breakout out. season for Bologna last mm-hmm. season. He was one of the best young left backs. I'd say him and destiny Udogi who plays for Udinese, uh, or two of the best uh, youth left backs um, in all of Serie A last season. So mm-hmm. Aaron Hickey is uh, is coming back to the UK, uh, which will be pretty interesting, but not in an Arsenal shirt, in a Brentford mm-hmm. shirt. Um, but I don't know, man. You really think the Rafinha thing is dead and gone, though, with Arsenal? You mm-hmm. think it's done? Done. Done. And, I, I, yeah, I believe Arsenal. <laughs> no, no, no. They I believe Paqueta can happen, but Rafinha, mm, no, no, no. It's it's the Champions okay. League football. The, the, uh, for me, it was like the deadline. Sure. And yeah. it was, I think uh, Arsenal were lucky in the fact that Arteta knows Gabriel Jesus. And he managed, there must have been a talk between the two of what was going to happen in the future. And reportedly, there was a, cl- a ton of clubs, four clubs, interested mm-hmm. in Gabriel Zouz and he picked Arsenal with Arteta so I could see even I could have seen Real being the interested one just to be a mm-hmm. rotational player legit so like I don't believe he'd start yeah. but just being a rotational player 
that can be the case so put down below people anything we forgot about the premier league okay transfers something that happened and we will try to answer every comment down below and yes you mentioned we mentioned briefly a lot of times barca so let's get to it with the barca talk that i know we did we have different thoughts about this i it's true but Rafinha, in my opinion Next week yeah. is going to be a done deal to Barca, okay? Rafinha. And that will be the beginning of people saying, okay, Barca has the money again. Things are going to happen. And by consequence, Frankie de Jong will leave too. Because, yeah, it will have to happen too. So, I believe next week those two deals are going to go through. So, just get a... 10% of their... Yeah, but if they sell 10% of their media rights mm -hmm. for liquidity... And they keep diluting their brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you've got Spotify camp now. You've got this. You've got that. I mean, the if stadium. they keep doing that, they, they can bring money in right now. They can mortgage the future, bring it in right now, and then they lose that direct mm -hmm. uh, injection into the coffers they get from Barcelona's brand being Barcelona's brand. Mm -hmm. I just wish that people would slow their roll when it comes to Barcelona, except a year or two mm. of mediocrity. Right, of mediocrity, not really mediocrity because they finished in second place. Xavi They're heading it. to Champions League football. But ultimately, let Gavi mature, let Pedri mature, let Ansu Fati remain healthy and mature, let Nico mature, but and then add the pieces slowly. Don't mortgage your future to have to bring in Rafinha or have to bring in... They, they got to go after another center back, do they I not? Agree. I agree. And don't, but I don't mean, you think like for Barca, it's, it looks bad to, to, to lose to Frankfurt in the Europa League? It doesn't look bad for Barca to play in the Europa League. Like I believe that I be, I agree with you that those one two years should have happened, but yeah. that should have been before Xavi. And right now, they they have to accept that Pedri he's 19, man, and they have a player at every single club in the world. If they had him, they would go. Yeah. Imagine Guardiola with Pedri and Gavi. Like mm -hmm. that ha they have to maintain these players and convince them. That Barca is a successful project. And if right. they if they let go of Frankie, then I fully believe it will happen. And a player like Bernard Silva, that fits much more the mold of Barca, comes in, like that is the right move, in my opinion, long term. Come on, 27, he'll stay there five years. And he that is the right move, in my opinion, to do. I like it. I like it. And Busquets will stay another year, confirmed. Like that was another mm. doubt I had. Busquets will stay another year, but he might leave for free the other year. So, like, he might teach yeah. a lot of things to Kessier, man. But Kessier and Christensen are the two transfers that have been confirmed now with Barca. And, yeah, it's a start. It's a start. I like Kessier's move, though. I like Wait, wait, uh, Mark. Hmm. Yeah, Mark, Martin Braithwaite to MLS. I'm calling it here. Mm, he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> the man is an entrepreneur. Is an I fully believe LA clubs, like, have a real chance, like to get him yeah, or Miami. Of course. So uh, he'd, he'd be a hell of a get for pretty much any major league <laughs> soccer uh, squad right now. But yeah, I, I I'm with you. I, I think we're gonna have a fundamental. <laughs> I just come on. We all know Barca's brand, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not stupid to it. I'm not shy to it. Like we all know Barcelona's brand, but it feels like we're trying so hard to retain uh, this this mm -hmm. this allure that might never be replicated again. Right. This you can't hold on to the Iniesta Xavi Messi days. Right. You can't hold on to the, you know, Neymar Messi Suarez days. Those are those are gone. Those are done and dusted. But do you, you believe Xavi future, can get there? 
do you believe Xavi can get there to the level of well, Guardiola? What I don't think Xavi's doing. Here's what I don't think Xavi's doing. I don't think Xavi is saying I need it now. I believe. I it. need it now, or I, I walk. And if Xavi's doing that, if mm-hmm. Xavi's doing that, then he's he's not seeing the forest through the trees. What? He's not seeing. He's not setting up the right pieces for the club to be structurally sound, financially sound, so that they can develop and bring in the right players long term instead of scrounging around looking in the seat cushions grabbing a quarter here a quarter there and trying to buy who you need to buy Mm -hmm. you can get better players for cheap than Rafinha for 60 million euros Mm, I don't know for 60 million for 60 million who better than Rafinha let me think on it but definitely I think I think our you know people that are more in I don't I don't think they can get better deal for 60 million I don't think Rafinha Rafinha did not dominate the Premier League. I love Rafinha as a player. He did not dominate the Premier League. He's a very interesting player. Would you get Anthony ahead of Rafinha? So, no, Anthony. I don't even think I wouldn't. Anthony what? for eighty million? No. No. 60, Anthony for sixty 60. million? Absolutely not. No. But, but I wouldn't. I'm trying to find the player that you're saying that can <laughs> that I'm can match Rafinha, but I don't think I'm, there is for I'm sixty million. They don't, in the market. They don't need one. They don't mm. need one. They don't uh, need one. And 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 you ready for this? I bet mm. you Usmane Dembele. Mm-hmm. He he signs on for another two years. But if he does, they still need someone. <laughs> they still need they, someone because but they, they don't have the money. Mm. They don't have the money. They need to accept that fact, or we're going to be going through this with them mm-hmm. three years down the road. I so five years down. The road. Here are my thoughts here. Okay, I. I respect your thoughts, but I believe this summer a player like Bernard Silva, a player like I see here, Rafinha, Lewandowski, I have my doubts if Chelsea go bolder than Barca because Barca and Bayern are clashing nonstop. But if Lewandowski signs for Barca, all those pieces that you mentioned will improve and they need a successful sporting project to value up these players like Pedri, Gavi, Ronaldo Araújo, all of them, with Xavi. That, yes, Breton, it has a one, two-year deal. It's three years. If Xavi doesn't work out these three years, his image as a Barca coach won't work and he will leave afterwards. So that's why I really believe he's got that urgency to perform right now okay and I, I but i i respect your thoughts though about leveraging the future but barca if they get it right man laporta didn't cause the problem of barca it was bartomeu and i well, see I think, oh, sorry yeah, yeah. i think and, he's causing the problem now i think there will be a problem in the future so let's wait so i believe with the chavi appointment and what's gonna come in the future he will fix mm-hmm. barca and i believe the barca future is gonna be Good with Xavi and Laporta. But let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I I would love to be proven wrong. Mm -hmm. I just, just, hey, what I want them to do is focus on extending the contracts of Gavi. It sounds like it's close. Mm -hmm. Get the contract Gavi done. Yes. uh, And, you know, Pedri is there. Gavi's Mm -hmm. there. Uh, extend the contracts you need to extend um, so that these guys these guys are ready and then take some time mm-hmm. take some time uh, and, anyway and you're mentioning you're right. contract extensions and we can talk here and the other side in madrid that something happened yeah. about that and vinicius jr the champions league goal scorer in the final okay ballon d'or uh-huh. potential that we all it's not both it's fair to say right now okay yes. at yeah. the age that he is 
gets that renewal until 2027, more than deserved, with a one billion, not a shocker, release clause. And I don't see anyone. PSG, don't touch that. No, they will never no, touch yeah. that. Never, never, never say never. But I don't believe that will ever happen. No. So no. that is, yes, that happened. That, and is, that is a deal that I feel like you'll like, right? Yeah, no, I'm 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 fine with that. I think obviously you're extending you're extending Vinicius literally mm-hmm. as his value. It would have been nice to extend Vinicius last year when he True. wasn't at his best, but then you couldn't have necessarily guaranteed, right, that he would have had the same output this year if he wasn't fighting for a new uh, contract uh, of sorts. I like so, that theory. True. You know, you get you get a little contract. Uh, you, you see it a lot. You see it a lot in all professional sports. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Real Madrid, one of the smartest things they did, though, is they finally started to clear, and I I hate calling some of these players dead wood, but they are starting to clear some of those that were mucking up the the wage bill Mm -hmm. long term, uh, none more important than getting rid of Luka Jovic, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Fresh start, he's moving to on free, moving to Fiorentina, um, and uh, to where fellow Serb uh, Dusan Vlahovic was lights out last season mm-hmm. uh before moving to juventus um so i i hope this means that jovic can put behind him that ill-fated 63 million dollar move to one. real madrid where he scored a whopping i believe it was mm, three goals in all 51 appearances he played a whopping 1500 minutes for real madrid in total um, and now he's heading somewhere where uh, there's hopefully the building blocks for him to uh, succeed heading into this World Cup year. Asensio um, too, right? Uh, there's a lot of news Asensio too about Asensio. Yeah. That's a player that those ACL injuries, man, we really believed he could have been a Galactico, a high-level Galactico. And it kill- yeah, it was, it was a killer. In- but let's wait and see. But yeah. Serie A, not leaving. I like how you went to Serie A. Let's stay a bit in Serie A because... Juve seem to yeah. want the Scudetto, okay, with the moves that they're they do. doing with Di Maria, okay, Paul Pogba too. Like I, like they are going bold in this market, and this is the team that they're shaping up, okay. Do some Vlahovic ahead with Chiesa, Di Maria, uh-huh. Pogba, McKenny. Like I like that. I like that. And Miretti with those ball with the long passes, like I, I. Watch out with Miretti. Watch out with Miretti at Juve. He's going to be given more responsibility. I like Yes, him. I I 100% agree with you. I hope I hope this is Miretti's uh, big breakout season because mm-hmm. he he deserves it. Uh, but I'm going to throw one out there because right mm. now their largest worry, their largest worry is their defensive depth. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. Absolutely True. no doubt about it. True. And I will tell you right now, I don't think Mat- Matisse Delict is leaving. I don't think he's leaving. I think he is. Um, I think he I know is. you do. I, think I know, which is why I felt to state on the record that Delict, I think, is staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, if you get rid of Delict, mm-hmm. who do you have <laughs> at center back? You have a 35-year-old Benucci, still, I believe, right? You've got a young buck like uh, Radu Dragazan, who's a Romanian young player. They got rid of Demerol, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's off to uh, Atalanta. I could be wrong about that. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it is. It is I it think is. you just you sent out a 20-year-old Coney de Winter um, off on loan to somewhere else in Syria. So Juve, if they don't hold on to Delict, mm-hmm. they already need a center back. 
and and they're going to have to find another on top of that. That's true. While their wage bill explodes because now you've got Kiesa who's coming off ACL mm-hmm. injury. You've got uh, you've got the ones you mentioned, a 34 year old Di Marie. You've mm-hmm. got Pogba. You've got uh, you know Weston McKenney that he's fine. You still got Rabio. You haven't gotten rid of him that I know of. And yeah. you've got Vlahovic who you spent 70 million euros on True. last season. So um, I, I'm a little worried for the defensive core. Mm-hmm. And as we know in Calcio, mm-hmm. um, if you do not have a solid defensive core in mm-hmm. Syria, you will get destroyed. True. So, and I feel and like- Chesney. I feel like they, Chesney. Uh, Chesney, true, 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 true. Like they missed out with Donnarumma. Like they missed out. Like I really felt like Juve were setting up for Donnarumma to be their keeper long term. And yeah, he went to he went to PSG. That was. But with that leak, I want to say why it's like it's the intention of the player. It's no more. And let's be honest, he sees an, a possibility to land in this team. And I believe. They're top contenders, okay? It's between Chelsea, City, yeah. and Bayern Munich to land Matthias De Ligt. And in my opinion, the place that I would like to see him would be Bayern Munich because he's a leader already, okay? Yeah. He's got the competences of being a leader. He is a hard-working uh, player. He's an instant impact right at the mm-hmm. start when he arrives at Bayern. And let's be honest, last season... Upamecano didn't look good, okay? And I do yeah. believe... I wouldn't be surprised if a deal that Upamecano wow. goes the other way, okay, to Juve, and the elite comes to Bayern with money, okay? That, of course, much yeah. better, much better player. And the elite with Bayern, that would be bold. And that would be the type of move that he would be happy mm-hmm. and he would create an enormous legacy for the national team, for the Dutch national team, and at Bayern, that we all know that can happen. And yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm with, I, I like it. I'm with you. It, it sounds like Juve is, is uh, I don't know, if it's Scudetto or Bust, they'll try and keep the league there. Um, if mm. it's not, if it's not, then you're what? You're putting all your cards on a 34-year-old Quadrado to continue to age like fine <laughs> wine like he has. You're you're hoping uh you know Locatelli and Rovella I like Locatelli can, yeah you know run this midfield I love him I love him too but it's it's a mm-hmm. it's a big um big pressure to be put on their shoulders but that mid I'm sorry that defense mm. I mean that's that's a real real concern I mean they might want to like I don't know call up and ask uh, Maldini if he's got any extra center backs he can send uh, over from AC Milan yeah. I, I mean it's uh, it's a little ridiculous they actually should be the ones if the league moves and they can't get Upamecano in a swap mm-hmm. they should be the ones going after Gavardial with every bit they absolutely Fuck. can Fuck. with that money um but th- they're another me. club that yeah they're another club that you're kind of looking at they just spent 70 million <laughs> so they spent 70 million on him on uh Vlahovic um Where's the money come? Are they also going to be searching through their seat cushions and even trying Pogba. to find a couple extra euros? And Pogba ain't yeah. cheap, man. If you're bringing him, like, no. that's a huge caliber player. And yeah, I agree that they got comfortable with a, a lot of years of Chiellini and now they got to fix it. And yeah, it's a trouble. So put down Too below, people. What does Juve need to do? What does Allegri need? I think Allegri needs a ton, okay, for him to succeed at Juve that I fully yeah. expect that won't work out for Juve long term. But you mentioned fast Maldini and businesses. Mm. And we love to mention always a bit of Milan. And I'm going to say here, I see the Charles the Ketzeler deal 
for 20 million between Leeds and Asa Milan. And I just hope he picks Milan, man, because yeah. he will be such a crucial player for Asa Milan. And he can, he can become world class. If you watch Charles yeah. de Ketzeler, you know that. And Belgium national team level caliber superstar in the future that they need it. After Hazard, yeah. De Bruyne, he can be the guy that dictates yeah. the attack. Charles de Ketzel. Yeah, and so. I, I 100% believe he will go to Milan. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the the American fanboy mm-hmm. in me would love to see a Brendan Aronson, de Ketelaire mm-hmm. uh, kind of mix up there. The, the mm-hmm. size of de Ketelaire, the power of de Ketelaire, uh mixed with uh, the, the mighty might skill mm-hmm. of Brendan Aronson, the endless engine of Brendan Aronson would just be a delight to watch for Leeds United. But I'm I'm... I wouldn't. I shouldn't have said a hundred percent. The Ketelaire, I think, very clearly wants to go to Milan. The the sporting project there is so much more intriguing as it stands Definitely. there, and you've got Champions League football. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, do they have Champions? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. They yes. just won the Scudetto. Of course they do. Um, duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that is going to be the big one to watch. And, and they will um, be better. That, they will be better. Hopefully not in a group with Liverpool. <laughs> no, yeah, I really yeah, yeah, do yeah. believe, and and I feel like the core loves the club and that's the thing too like i feel like it's so attractive for a player that seeing another like tomari say he wants Mm -hmm. to get the contract extension done at asa milan and shows that they treat the players right and it's an historic club with a huge fan base man milan if milan wins the champions league this is a brand that is worldwide man it's successful it's it changes everything the era, like, they will start signing the big boy players afterwards. Milan literally had Ronaldinho in the past, Beckham in the past, Cafu, like, Pirlo, like, oh, the, the Sidorf, like, the levels yeah. of players that were in Milan were the best. So they they have that potential. And I do believe Maldini wants that. It wants, he wants it to get to that stage. So, like, Inter yeah. and Milan both doing elite business, man. But... I'm gonna lean on Milan. Maybe it's my I like I love Milan. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just hope they don't get ahead of themselves. And it certainly doesn't seem I mean, they got two massive gifts last year, mm-hmm. and that was the development of Kalulu mm-hmm. and just Tamori turning into probably one of the best center backs, if not the best center back. Maybe not the best. One of the back. best, yeah. One of the best center backs in Syria. Mm-hmm. I mean, those two types of development like jumps, leaps, they don't happen every year. They don't happen every year. So they need to look at that for what it was. Those mm-hmm. were gifts. And there might even be a regression this year to where we find out that maybe Tamori is not mm. as good as he was last season, which sometimes happens. That's it true. sometimes happens. But, um, so they need to bring in they need to bring in another center back or they need to bring in maybe a little more in terms of internal competition. And I think Maldini's in the process of doing that mm-hmm. with them. Um, and they also have this ridiculous youth academy. Um, <laughs> but is there... Is mm-hmm. this the year that we actually see a little bit from Danielle Maldini? I mean, mm. could he actually make a uh, an appearance um, in this uh, in this eleven in some sort? Um, mm. But I don't know. That all comes down to whether or not Rafael Liao, uh, what his future looks like. Uh, there's <laughs> still stay. a lot of question marks. We're He's still so stay. early. And Gnat Sench too. Like, is he going to right. PSG? Is he going to Milan? Right. I would prefer Isam Milan because Rafael Leon, Rad Sanch, 
elite duo that would be. And he would play next to Tonali, Ben Acer. He would be given a lot more responsibility at Asa Milan. So for me, I would prefer Milan deal. But let's wait and see. Anything can happen. I just, <laughs> I just, I just, want, I just want Sanchez healthy. Just yeah, go somewhere true. that they'll take care of you and you'll... Uh, I don't know. We, uh, but We could say yeah. the same about the player I'm going to mention here. And I said PSG fast, and I just want this player healthy and working hard this summer that I believe he said it on a live, okay? Neymar, okay, said, I worked a ton this summer, and I am confident for the season ahead. And if this man is stating in public, man, that he is excited for the next season, it's because he knows... He's about to go bold next season. And I see Galtier, Christopher Galtier, that was announced as the PSG coach. Great decision that in the past you said you love that move. And that was a, you, you were right. And Galtier yeah. has said that Neymar will play with me and watch out. So that's the beginning of something special. I believe that Galtier has a plan with him. And yeah, there's a lot of possibilities can happen, man. And there is possibilities but when you have one singular goal mm -hmm. one singular goal for the club it gets dangerous does it mm -hmm. not i mean the one singular goal when the french league is not as strong uh and you know like the premier league where you actually have to work to to win it every year um league one that, that's not a goal that's secondary that's tertiary mm -hmm. the primary goal is you wait for champions league mm -hmm. and even if you bring in a guy like gaultier right well, it didn't matter if it was Zidane, if it was Galti. It doesn't matter who you bring in. That one singular goal is is a danger in some respects because when you go all or nothing on something and you don't reach it, mm -hmm. this this potential like you know vicious circle type of thing with PSG mm. uh, with all this financial backing could continue. So it just kind of comes down to it: what happens Ooh. if PSG? Has Neymar going 25 goals, 25 assists this year. Mm -hmm. Messi, 20 goals, 35 assists this year. And Mbappe just going insane, 50 goals. But they lose by one goal to Bayern in the semifinals of the UEFA Champions League. That what would, do you do next? Disappointing. Like, what do you do next? That would right? be disappointing if that and there, there's that, I know. And there's there's a, a really tough thing that comes with having one singular goal to your whole season. Um, and that's... That's always going to be the problem with PSG, mm -hmm. no matter who you put in there. Um, but let's. I, but I do think that can be fixed, though, with who comes in. And if a sure. player like Milan Skriniar comes in, Lgnat for yeah. 10 million. These, Vitinha, for me, is a player that wants to succeed at PSG. So I, I, agree, I, I agree where you're coming from, that to have a healthy, successful winning environment in the locker room, you should have that ambition to win the league. For them, it's easy, but I do see that a lot of players there want to win trophies and want to create an enormous legacy, just like Vitinha. So if that's the type of moves they go for, I believe we can be seeing something different next season. But they also want to collect an outsized wage to do so. <laughs> so uh, it's mm -hmm. just, come on, man. Are you ready for this this 11 to line up against Clermont? Well, and, and, and it's the striker. Against, you know, and it's the striker. Yeah. That, for me, is the biggest doubt with PSG. And I, just, I saw that. Skamaka wouldn't be bad. But And there's another option, too, that Newcastle didn't go, didn't get him 
Like I want to say, sorry, F, yeah, sorry, FC Wonder community. Like everybody, we said that Uguekitike went to Newcastle. It was like a done deal. I think the medicals or the player refused, so yeah. that didn't go through for forty million. So that's a player that's available to in Liga. That Mohamed yeah. Ali show went to Sociedad. You mentioned. So yep. I believe that or Uguekitike or Skamaka will go to PSG with Luishka. Hey. So. If uh, Muhammad Ali Cho went to Real Sociedad, uh, mm. Isaac, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Alexander Isaac should come uh, on uh, back to League One. Yeah, um, he's no. not talked enough now. Like nobody he talks about. Well, mm. not a, not at all. Not at all, actually. So, mm. um, but I don't want to only talk about PSG in League One because yes. um, I, I think a lot of these League One clubs. First off, I think League One is reeling from mm. the fact that. Bordeaux, a longtime League One participant, is no longer in League One. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you have Saint-Étienne, which I believe was one of the longest tenured League One clubs, got mm -hmm. relegated, right? They're gone, okay, I think, right? Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. there are a so lot that of these did, League yes, One relegated. clubs. Relegated. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of these League One clubs are, like, not exactly, like, throwing transfer money out early mm. in this. I think they're waiting to see things happen. And there's one club in particular mm. that has, since their relegation scare a couple years ago, and five years after their Mbappé-inspired, Mbappé-inspired, mm -hmm. Bernardo Silva-inspired League One upset win, mm -hmm. right? AS Monaco is one of the, the bigger players in League One that mm -hmm. could potentially put together a club, uh, maybe... To, to take a run at PSG if they falter in League One in any way, shape, or form. They've got $80 million for Shuamani that they have not put to work yet. Mm -hmm. They they sold Strahinja Pavlovich for $80. they have got about $100 million in total. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pietro Pellegri, remember him? He was supposed to be <laughs> the next superstar. He's gone for $5 million back to Syria. So they've got this massive surplus. They had a, a, about a €10 million Euro surplus last season as well. Um, and they've slowly worked their way back up. Instead of being in relegation, they are now with a transfer surplus, uh, ready potentially to spend some of it with some pieces uh, available out there. Uh, who they buy, I have no clue. But if you want to look for any potential competition in Syria beyond Marseille, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be AS Monaco this coming season like and, and who they wind up buying in transfer. Good, good so. shout out. And I want to shout out two wonder kids in Liga. One of them is Matthias Thiel, that I already see mm -hmm. interest from a ton of European giants, which it should happen after how he played in international youth tournaments. For yeah. France, this player is a bowler, and there is a lack of forwards in the market. So naturally so, the players are gonna try to, clubs are trying to get in on the cheap, and Matthias Thiel, people, watch out next season at Stadtren. Yeah. He can go bold, okay, with the stat sheets. And another player... I was surprised to see him pick Liga, but Karamoko Dembele just joined Stad Brest, okay? Four-year contract in Liga, and let's wait and see on him, because he was a lot of hype at Celtic, but now it's time to shine with professional football in Liga, and I, I'm confident, man. He's got elite dribbling at the time, at least he showed, so let's see it now in Liga, that dribbling, that fast tempo. And yeah, I remember those highlights, man. It was special. I, so let's I wait and too. see. I do too. I I'm, I was always bummed that they he wasn't able to put it together at um mm -hmm. at Celtic, but 
uh, the fact that Brest, Brest is a great place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a very, very interesting um, uh, place to see him develop. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to talk about other players there, uh, mm-hmm. you might remember the name Lois Openda, who, who yes. played for Club Bruges, Club Bruges for a little while, or was it Standard Liège? Either way, he got frozen out of one of those 11s. Mm-hmm. He was sent on loan to Vitesse last season, mm-hmm. and he just was phenomenal. He is signed as a replacement um, at Lens uh, mm-hmm. for Calamuendo, who heads okay. back to PSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Openda, I mean, there's a lot of, we all know that if you're looking for the next best striker, the next best attacking talent, you're looking at the Eredivisie, you're looking at League One if you want a little bit of value uh, mm. for your money. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, or Liganos, you're right. I really honestly <laughs> should be, those three should be said, yes. Mm-hmm. Um I think Openda is going to do wonders for Lens um, mm-hmm. this coming season, but I love I love League One. I just wish it wasn't so top heavy. Um, <laughs> and there's another wonder kid I got to shout out to Iker Bravo, man. Okay, Iker oh, Bravo, Leverkusen people, watch out. Okay, Florian Wirtz might leave in the future, but they got Iker Bravo already scoring hat tricks, I believe, right? So yeah, that's, they that's, do. They do. Fifty minutes too. Like wait. absolutely. He, I believe he joined Leverkusen on a free. Uh, but but Leverkusen will have some room, I think, to let Iker Bravo uh, grab a bunch of minutes this season. They'll also probably uh, start to bring Zidane Sertemir, mm. uh, another one of their, uh, is Danish, I believe, um, mm-hmm. a great, phenomenal talent that'll work his way in. Um, and I'm forgetting his name. He's a Swedish player. I think his last name is Kanga. Uh, and he played phenomenally at one of the youth tournaments, the U17 Euros, I believe, this past uh, summer, or mm-hmm. May, I guess. Uh, he's another guy that you're definitely going to want to watch out for. So Leverkusen is still doing bits in their youth academy, um, but they've got, come on, the big man, it's, it's going to be the Czech boys of uh, Schick and Hlozek that I'm going to be watching, and Fox. whether or not they can hold on to Musa Diaby any longer because that transfer chatter mm-hmm. is definitely catching up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, you think Musa Diaby stays well, this with, summer? With all the players we see coming in and this uh, Iker Bravo showing size that he's a big-time player, I believe that they got options. And, yeah, a move for Diaby, I think that's going to happen. And Newcastle showed interest. And if Newcastle showing interest, early stages yeah. – a lot more clubs are because, yeah, Newcastle will go for the players that are top talent and wanted and just offer yeah. more money like we saw with Sven Botman. So, yeah, that was yeah. the case. So is there any well, transfers I, you want to mention here, Bretton? At the well, end? well, there's there's just two two mm-hmm. that are outside of all this purview. But because you mentioned Iker Bravo moving mm-hmm. from Barcelona um, to Leverkusen and potentially breaking through the season, I'm calling it right now. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though Club Bruges brought in Kyle Laren, they have Tejan Buchanan, they mm. still have a, they, they have a bunch of talents. You got to watch Ferran. Yes. Um, he is, and not Ferran Torres, just no. Ferran, say his name? Jutkla? Jutkla? Jutkla. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jutkla. He is shaping up to be one of their best signings of the summer. I know it's preseason. We mm-hmm. don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. He will be. But he looks like he's stocky. He can run for days. Uh, he, he'll put a chance away. He'll get a bunch of chances in the Belgian league. I think Club Bruges is going to win the, the league again. And I think Ferran might be well up there um, mm. in the golden boot race. And I think he's going to wind up being sold off for a massive transfer profit uh, for mm. Club Bruges once 
again. Um, And the only other person I want to bring up here is somebody. Mm. How has this not been done? We're going to go to Major League Soccer for one second. Oh! (laughs) Somebody needs to come in. West Ham, I know you were interested. Leeds might be interested. Mm. Uh, Other Premier League teams, uh, City Football Group, buy them, loan them out, okay? Tati Castellanos, okay? Valentin Castellanos, who plays for NYCFC, who just won MLS Cup for NYCFC, Already has 12 goals this season in a new season and 15 appearances for NYCFC. Okay. This kid has 39 goals. He has eight assists in his last season and a half in just 58 starts. He's got five goals in his last three games. Somebody take a chance on him. I believe NYCFC is balking because they haven't gotten the 20 million or 18 million they expect. Mm -hmm. This kid in the Premier League, that is going to go value. Okay. Um, he wants a move. They're going to move him. Somebody just needs to meet the asking price. And I believe West Ham, you you could do worse. If you can't get Broha, mm-hmm. get Castellanos, because I don't think that you will be disappointed. Um, little bias there, can, because can, I want to see him do well. It's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's that sort of move that like West Ham needs the guarantee of like five goals, 10 Premier League goals. And I know. can he get that? You reckon like... Because Antonio needs rotation. Like, If Jack Harrison can become one of the better value wingers in the Premier League. What? After playing for NYCFC. That's not true. After playing for NYCFC. (laughs) What? If he can become one of the better value wingers in the league. What? He's not the value wingers. Value. Value wingers. Meaning he's not not world class. But did he put double digits? In last year, close to double digits, I, pretty I damn close, I think. Uh, did he did he supply a lot of assists? Look at his stat line. Uh, Look at his stat line. Okay, uh, if if you have Jared Bowen working with Tati Castellanos, it absolutely can work. Geez. Absolutely can work. I like that. Otherwise, what I what I think is going to what I think is going to happen though, mm. West Ham is going to overspend on a striker that's not going to work. <laughs> well, They're going to make a Sebastian Holler mistake. They're going to make a, um, and well, I know Holler's not a mistake for other clubs, mm-hmm. but they're going to make another mistake uh, up top by overspending. I think you bring in Castellanos, you get it done, and um, 18 to 20 million is a drop in the bucket for West Ham. So. Okay, Vla- Vlasic, too, that was it's a player that's quality, but for West Ham, too. I, I like it. I like it. Okay, good shout out. So <laughs> put down below, people. Who should West Ham get for the striker role? And I got to say, too, Suarez. Isn't going to River Plate, okay? We were saying that could have nope. happened too. But yeah. he's not going because Libertadores didn't happen, okay? River Plates have been eliminated by Felix Sarsfield in the Libertadores. That Sarsfield didn't play better than River. They just played defensively and they got that goal that made the difference. And for River Plate, it was quite... Not damaging, but it was a it was a tough punch that they got because they sold Enzo Fernandes for ten million to Benfica, okay, with additional add-ons. But My they could goodness. have sold him for twenty million on the spot, okay? Yeah. And they thought they would ha- they would keep Enzo until the end of Libertadores, and that's why it was only ten million. So Benfica getting elite business with the Wonder Kids in South America. So, yeah, Absolutely. I just have to shout out that one, man. Enzo Fernandes. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Gonna, I'm excited I'm, to watch him. 
I'm more excited for Enzo Fernandez Fernandez's future than mm. I am for Julian Alvarez's future. Mm. Um, I, I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying he has the talent um, to be absolutely world class. And um, I I want to see him on the plane. I want to see him getting minutes in the World Cup. Um, so I hope that he kicks on at Benfica, uh, gets right into things. And uh, like, while it stinks, that river, yeah. Will this not is, be in the this is how I'd compare. Like Alvarez goes to City, but all the fans are buying the Holland jersey with the number nine at right. the back. <laughs> yeah. Enzo goes to Benfica, and there's people buying the Enzo jersey at the back because that's the Holland of Benfica this summer. So I'll buy expect, one. So <laughs> like Alvarez, if Alvarez had gone to Benfica, but I'm not gonna say that because I believe he will work out. At City, but uh, that's the type. He's gonna be given a ton of responsibility at Benfica, and with Schmidt, I Paku Schmidt. Let's wait and see if Schmidt can make something happen too. So let's yeah. see. Let's I see. To, I, but, had uh, to, I had to shout out. And David Carm went to Porto for twenty million. That in the Portuguese yes. league was shocking too. A centre back, Portuguese centre back at Braga. Braga is always tough to bark, but bargain, but twenty million is acceptable because if it wasn't Porto. Buying David Carmo for 20 million, it would be another club. And I see a ton of commentators here in Portugal disrespecting Carmo. And that shouldn't happen, okay? Left footed center back, tall. And this is a player that wasn't talks with United last summer. Fuck! I know this is a fact, okay? I know this is a fact. So this is the level. And Roma wanted him with Mourinho, they proper wanted him. So this is this. It's a really good signing for Porto that gives guarantees at the centre back with Pep next season. That I think is going to be his last year too. And João Vitor yep. to Benfica. Want to shout that? Pep out going too. on. Pep going on fifty. What is he? How old is 39. he? Thirty-nine. He's going to be forty. Uh, man, we're going to have an elite World Cup, man, with thirty-seven-year-old Ronaldo, thirty-nine-year-old yep. Pep. <laughs> the, ger- the geriatric world. No, just kidding. Uh, Pep Pep obviously has the heart of a twenty-year-old, right? That guy's a flipping lion. And, and he's one of the um, fastest players on the pitch, man. At thirty-nine, that's that's I the madness it. with Pep. Like just yeah. like Ronaldo, he works a ton physically too, and that is slept with Pep. That is slept. He plays at a that high is. level at Port. At, and Otamendi plays at a high level at Benfica too. So, like, mm. those two players, I like them. Vertogen, eh, it's, it's another story. Mm. <laughs> but, well, yeah. and that's and, and Belgium is going to be hoping Vertogen has one more <laughs> World Cup in him, as we talked about. Um, well, but sure hope. last, mm-hmm. last transfer shout that I got here uh, is going to kind of be – Mm-hmm. I got to make up for lost time here because, mm-hmm. you know, my, my U.S. under 20 guys, uh, they, they did phenomenally well in the CONCACAF championship. Um, but let's talk first about Red Bull Salzburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talked about Monaco before as a net seller, mm-hmm. right? Red Bull Salzburg is basically always a net seller. Why? Because they, <laughs> they win their league all the time, and yet they, they give and foster uh, really phenomenal youth talent Mm-hmm. that uh, somehow still does well in the Champions League. I mean, True. go figure, right? True. It's a, it's an amazing for the Red Bull, uh, you know, litany True. of clubs that they have under their brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is very much so a cash cow. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard that phrase before. Yep. But yeah, uh, Red Bull Salzburg has done phenomenally well by bringing in Strahinja Pavlovich, this, mm, the big center back, raw center back from Monaco for only 8 million euros. They'll probably sell him off for 30 to 35 in a couple years. 
Bank it, okay? <laughs> Bank it. But most importantly, they're going to be bringing in. One guy has already been brought in. Mm-hmm. The second guy will come in probably in the next six months. The first guy is uh, one of the best young talents coming out of Africa right now. Mm. Okay, he played for ASEC Mimosas. His name is Karim Konate, and he's going straight to Lifering. He's going to start there. And he will work his way up. You can bank on that as well. Three and a half million euros. They'll probably sell him off much like they did Dhaka, much like mm-hmm. they did um, uh, uh, Moepu, Adeyemi. Yeah, they will. Th- this guy will be sold on for 20 million in the future uh, after a year or two climbing the ladder at Salzburg. But that's not what I'm here for, mm. okay? Because they have a transfer surplus that they can't really spend except on young guys. Because what are you going to do? Bring a 30 million dollar euro 30 million euro player mm-hmm. into the Austrian Bundesliga that well, you've no. <laughs> won like 50 years in a row. No. So who are they going to go for? Mm. My guess is that they will spend upwards of seven plus mm. on Paxton Aronson. What? Of, of the like Philadelphia that. union. I like, that. Um, I like, and that. here's, here's why I bring up Paxton Aronson. He just landed on the radar of pretty much every other club in Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's why he just won the golden boot and the golden ball at the U-20 CONCACAF Championship, which the U.S. won, and they booked their ticket to the Olympics for the first time since 2008, and they also booked their ticket to the U-20 World Cup next year, where hopefully he will ball out, okay? Mm -hmm. So Paxton Aronson had seven goals in the tournament. He was pretty damn dominant on the ball. Uh, He comes back. He plays a great game uh, at the Union for the Mm -hmm. Union, in which they beat... They beat DC United seven to nothing in a club record win and a major league soccer record win seven to nothing. Okay. United was horrendous. So it wasn't all the union being great. Anyway, Paxton Aronson very much. uh, I think Red Bull Salzburg probably just moved up their Mm -hmm. timetable to sign him because when you have the golden ball, you have the golden boot of the U-20 CONCACAF championship over some of the best players in a Mexican shirt, Costa Rican shirt, uh, Canadian shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I think they have to get it done. I like uh, that. And, uh, and he's I mean, got flair. So, he's got flair. I've seen got, the tape on him. Like I don't know him like you, but I've I've seen yeah. that he's got that touch, man, and fast thinking yeah. too. And if he plays in the MLS, I saw some disrespectful comments in his video. Like that. Shout out to his video on TikTok that was dope. Like with the lights, yeah. it was just really funny. And people were saying, "Oh, you're gonna play." Uh, shout out to one day going to the draft. What? Paxton Aronson ain't going to no MLS draft, man. He's going straight to Europe, just like his brother. So, like, those comments, the American, like, it, like that is so disrespectful for the talent well, level that Paxton Aronson has. And I'm Portuguese, well, here, man, and I'm saying yeah. this. So it's like, well, there's no bias here. here. <laughs> here's what is valid. Here's what is valid. He, he, currently, he currently is not playing enough for the union. Mm. He's, it's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the union actually just recently sold off, uh, one of their top strikers. So I think you're going to see Paxton Aronson. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Quinn Sullivan. You're going to see these other guys that are wanted by European teams. Mm. Uh, Quinn Sullivan, Jack McGlynn, Nathan mm-hmm. Harriel. A lot of these players will get their chances moving forward, but Paxton Aronson, I think is the first one, uh, mm-hmm. that will go. And if you, it, it's not necessarily about staying at the union and being, you know, one of the best young players in MLS. It's more so about taking that next step in development. And I think going to a place like Salzburg will uh, be phenomenal for him, just as it was for Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, they're not the exact player. They're very similar, but they're not the exact player. So I just wanted to bring that up because I forgot to mention these guys. These guys dominated the CONCACAF championship. There's a whole lot of other names that are going to land on European clubs' radars. Mm -hmm. So watch out. Um, But I forgot to mention this two weeks ago, so Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure I just snuck that in there. (laughs) I love it. Love it. And if if he's going to get that move, it's to a club too. He knows his brother succeeded there, so it's like more than likely to happen and different positions right both so one yeah. a forward uh, another a midfielder type beat right yeah well Paxton can play on the wing he, he's more so he's actually a whole lot more attacking mm. than Brendan is I think he's uh not quite as double-sided but uh he's just as much a pest okay. as Brendan is when it comes to uh you know endless engine type I can just see this I can see Paxton Aronson delivering Roko Simic mm. at uh and Red Bull Salzburg a whole lot of goals and, oh absolutely they, I can see it happen and the duo that I hope plays together just like Roko said man that if they do a lot of goals will come for Red Bull Salzburg and if you're here until now listening to the FC Wonder Kid podcast do not forget to like this video and go bold in the comment section. Tell us what did we miss. What should have been mentioned, mentioned here in episode 63. And do not forget to subscribe to FC Wonder Kid on YouTube. And it's, trust me people, a huge help for you to follow us on Spotify too, people. Thank you for listening to episode 63. And thank you for going bold this week again. Thank you, people. <laughs>